ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you like, make sure you subscribe. It has been a very interesting week. Um, So far, it's, gosh, it's Thursday. Um, The Lakers got AD back. So as a Lakers fan, um, I was excited about that. Um, And they went out there and beat Nets who were shorthanded, just James Harden. And um, after the game, James Harden was frustrated and showed his frustration. And it, it just, it's one of those things where you don't fault James Harden for being frustrated, but it shows that there are levels to this, even when it comes to, um, you know, who's considered great and levels of greatness. because. James Harden is great. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. James Harden is great at what he does. He is a phenomenal offensive basketball player. He understands the game. He thinks the game out. It's not just, you know, raw strength or power or finesse. It's a combination of all of it. The man has all the tools in the tool bag. But the way he the way he spoke at the press conference afterwards was the was what you hear from somebody who has never really and truly had to shoulder the load. Yeah, yeah, I mean, in, in Houston, he was the man, right? But every time something happened, there was others to blame. There were others, people were going, oh, well, you gotta get James Harden gassed out. That was his. That was his um, kryptonite. That was the thing that they said that was the problem with Harden was that he gassed out in playoff games or in playoff series. But the the mechanism for that was that he was asked to do too much, that he had too much on his plate, and that's why he gassed out. And so. There's always kind of been something in place to blame. Well, right now there's no KD. Kyrie only plays away games. So is James Harden. And unfortunately, we've seen that show before. When it's James Harden and some dudes, you're probably going to get beat. Now, juxtapose that with what LeBron James has had to deal with for the better part of 20 years now and it makes you understand that there's levels to this because there's never been a time where LeBron James wasn't the the dude who got the credit or the blame he's always been the guy who receives the blame if things don't go right he's always the guy that receives the credit because he should With Harden, he receives the credit, but not really receiving all of the blame. And that's okay, I mean, if you can get it, but that creates a mentality. And and so I was looking at these things and I was like, you know, these gifts and these talents that that we have, they come with the yin and the yang, right? 
Barry Bonds wasn't put into the Hall of Fame, um, not because he didn't deserve to, but because a bunch of writers didn't like him. Let me let me be more specific. Not because he didn't deserve it, but because a bunch of old white writers didn't like him. I'll, I'll talk more about that this week on this week's episode of um, Gene Therapy. How, how, however, make sure that you check out the Gene Therapy column and podcast that's already out right now, Sweet Sweet Fantasy. You can find the link in the description for this podcast. Make sure you go check that out. Read the column. Um, my my introduction into sports and fantasy sports, what I think about it. Um, it was a great conversation that I had with Chris James, who is um, has his um, Chopping It Up with CJ podcast, where he talks a lot about fantasy sports and about um, wagering and or sports betting, especially when it comes to football. So um, make sure that you follow him, CJ Florida Nine, um, and then make sure you check out that 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 column in that podcast on Gene Therapy. But, you know, the gift and the curse or the, the, the two sides to the talent, it, it wasn't that Barry Bonds was just so supremely athletically gifted, even though he was. It was that he was, he was singularly focused. And because he was singularly focused, he didn't really have a lot of time for the bull, i.e. media shenanigans asking questions how they ask questions the way they tried to pry into his life try to figure out who he was this goes way back to um pittsburgh the way they used to blame him for things that had nothing to do with him long before he ever went to the giants and then when he got to the giants it was scrutiny on scrutiny on scrutiny while they sat around and praised mark mcguire and sammy sosa they vilified Barry Bonds. While they sat around and praised Alex Rodriguez and, and name any other person that came along at those times, vilified Barry Bonds. So, but he, but it, but it was partly his fault because he's, he's not friendly. He wasn't friendly with media, didn't trust him, saw his pops go through it right so there's two sides to the gift the gift not being the talent the gift being that ability to lock in and focus and get and and, and get his job done that maniacal ability to get the job done is something that can work both ways against you and and it can lead people to dislike you sometimes focus and intelligence can be are mistaken for being aloof and or arrogant. That is, that's the that's the, the yin and the yang that comes with the gift. And we all have gifts, right? We all have gifts. We all have things that we are that we are good at. We all have things that we excel at. We all have our talents that that are given from given to us from birth. And they all come with some type of negative to balance out the positive. Who I am. 
right in the face there. They all come with some type of negative that balances out the positive. So, for instance, with me, I tend to be very matter of fact, right? If you say something, and it's not that I, I don't read nuance, well, I do, but I need, I need, I need the actual legitimate thing to be pointed out. So it allows me to weave, to weed in the way through all of the BS and get to what the actual legitimate thing is. It's hard to lie to me because I'm, I, I, I have a sense to get to the bottom line. However, that type of that type of mentality and doing that can make you seem as if you are, you know, cocky or that you are a know-it-all. And I have to own that. Now, do I think that I'm a, I'm a know-it-all? No. Do I think that I know a lot? Yes. And why do I think I know a lot? Because I study a lot. Um, I have um, um, one of the things that I do on the channel, if you only just follow me on this podcast and not anything else that I do, but one of the things that I do, it's called X and O's the Joes, something that I'm very proud of. Um, but I, I, I do whiteboard tutorials and I, and I break down um, plays and play designs and, and, and talk to coaches about how to better defeat opponents when you don't always have top level talent and we know that in the football world especially in high school and in in the prep rank i mean in high school and in the youth league there are haves and have nots we don't really get to pick our players we get what comes to us in most situations and so because we get what comes to us because we don't have to pick our players, there are a lot of teams out there that are just behind the eight ball because of the Jimmys and Joes. Well, you still have to be able to try to compete. And so one of the things that I do on there is is play designs that are designed to better understand how to defeat teams who may just have better players, but their scheme's not as good. And I had somebody reach out one time and go, well, what qualifies you to be able to talk about all of these things. You don't run this like they run this, or you didn't invent that, or you... And my answer was simple. Anybody can do what I do. I just choose to do it. So don't be upset at me because I'm choosing to do something that nobody else is choosing to do. If you want to do it, get on a whiteboard and do it. If you wanna, if you wanna break down plays, break down plays, I'm not the only person that does it. I'm just the only person that does it across the spectrum. There are people who have specific like things that they're into. But I know a lot about um the the the, the, the triple option game. I know a, a billion things about the spread, West Coast, run and shoot, like four, um, the, the four R systems, like I understand a lot about football and play design, 
because I've studied a lot about football and play design. So when things come off, when I say things and they might come off as being arrogant, I have to own it because I'm matter of fact. I don't need the story behind it. Just give me the goods. Now I tell a good story. So that's a part of it. That's that's a part of me being a writer. But, you know, tell me the goods. And I have to own that. I have a supreme confidence in myself. That supreme confidence can sometimes come off as arrogant. I have to own that. That's the yin and the yang of the gift because not everybody has supreme confidence in themselves. Not everybody does. Some people really are out here believing that they can't do. And in my brain, there's never really a can't do. There's a don't want to do. That's it. When it comes down to things that you can do, if I want to do it, in my mind and in my heart, I will do it. And if I don't want to do it, then I won't. But it's never because I can't. Oh, you should have been a doctor. Yeah, I didn't really want to be a doctor. You should have been a lawyer. Yeah, I didn't really want to be a lawyer. Oh, you should have went into, yeah, I didn't really want to do that. Oh, you should do this. Oh yeah, I do. I will. I have. So that's how the gift works. The gift is not always positive. The gift always has some other connotation from the outside world's perspective. So when these guys have these supreme gifts, you have to remember that a lot of times there's a yang that comes with the yin, the uncontrolled variable. That is how that gift is perceived by others. People a lot of times get on Floyd Mayweather because you know, of whatever he might have going on within his life. Oh, well, he does this, he does that. Well, there has to be a balance for that gift, right? There has to be a yin that comes with that yang. The man cannot be supremely gifted in boxing, a genius in boxing, and be well-rounded in everything else. Oh, there's something that, you know, um, there's something that LeBron James falls short on. Or there's something that LeBron James has to deal with. So LeBron James has gone about his life and has put together a life that seems as if he has made all the right moves. But the, the flip side of that is because he's made the right moves, people are constantly looking at reasons to diss him. They are finding reasons to diss him. They are taking things where he may come up short and, 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 and inflating them 
much bigger than what they really should be. That's the yin and the yang. And someone like James Harden has never had to deal with that. Not at the level that LeBron James has. So when I see James Harden frustrated, I know why. It's because he went to a team where he thought he was going to be the last piece into an automatic, dynastic um, run of championships. Something similar to what Golden State was able to do. But then COVID happened. Well, not then COVID happened, but COVID was happening. And then all of these restrictions happened and injuries happened. Oh, and other teams that are still good. And all of a sudden last year, when it meant the most, he couldn't go. When it meant the most, Kyrie couldn't go. And now it was KD out there with the guns loaded, just unloading the clip. And it wasn't enough. And then this year they come back and now, okay, we get a full year together, but now Katie, but now Kyrie's gone because he sat out because he didn't want to get vaccinated and now he can't play at home. And so he misses part of the season. And now he's coming back and he's and he's um playing on road games. So now you gotta fight against a really hungry Lakers team that's starting to get healthy without any of your weapons because Katie's out with an injury. He's feeling that. He's feeling that thing that LeBron James has had to feel for 20 years. Didn't like it. There's yings and yangs, we all have it. What's the, what's the byproduct of being a really good gamer? Your social life takes a major hit because your social life as a gamer is done through the game, not in real life. It's through virtually. Some people know you better as your game handle than they do as your real name. Some people know you better by your avatar than they do by your actual face. So there's a yin and a yang that comes with everything. That supremely gifted gamer walks outside and is just a, just a person. They, they turn on that game, they jump into that world and they're a rock star. That's a, that's a crazy dichotomy to deal with. It's interesting things. I don't wanna hold you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the YouTube channel. You know what to do. Like, subscribe. Till next time. Peace.